Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune talking to Ben Golden of Golden Tax Relief. Ben, thanks so much for joining us. Well, I appreciate you having me today. Thank you so much. Our pleasure. Let's go back in time a little bit. How did you get started in the tax relief business? So, um, you know, when I was a brand new entrepreneur, uh, I was working with a case and good old Uncle Sam called me and said, hey, Ben, by the way, you have to pay your client's tax debt of $171,000. And Mr. Golden, these are the uh, automobiles you own. And this is how much money you have in your retirement account. This is how much money you have in your bank account. This is uh, uh, the home and the equity that you have in your home. Uh, We feel like, Mr. Golden, if you could liquidate everything, you can pay your client's debt on their behalf. When would you like to pay this? Why on earth would they be pursuing you for your client's debt? So, so, you know, I asked the same question. So here's the after your Here's blood pressure problem. dropped a little bit? <laughs> no, right? Here's the problem. So they, they deem me as a, what they call a responsible party. And they did not do the interview and the paperwork and the procedure that they needed to do in order to research me to see if I was truly a responsible party. It was a payroll tax for one of the business clients uh, that I had. Now, the business had not paid their payroll taxes. And ultimately, at the end of the day, Uh, I was able to prove that the IRS invaded my privacy, and I was able to prove that they um, overstated their uh, ability and power and authority for them to research me. So at the end of the day, um, it was not a good day for the, the revenue officer because she didn't do what she was supposed to do from a procedural standpoint. Did you get any recompense from that? An apology? Any emotional pain and suffering payments? I mean, <laughs> oh, no, no. I mean, come on. This is the IRS. Who's going to sue them, right? No. Um, what I did get is the, the revenue officer was never allowed to work a case of mine again, as well as uh, the revenue officer was given 30 days off without pay. Now, now, that's a big thing for a government employee. Yeah. So, you know, I accepted it and we moved on. Um, you know, I just thought to myself, if they're going to do this to me and I'm a professional, how are they going to treat 
the layperson? How are they going to treat a normal, everyday yep. Joe Q public business owner? And Seth, we already know how they treat them. So, I mean, it's that's what sort of spurs on the passion of what I do. That's my why. Well, one of my whys uh, on what I do. Uh, so, you know, I'm very passionate about making sure that I advocate for my clients as much as I possibly can. And then who are, who's an ideal client for you? Who are the, who are the folks that you're serving on a regular basis? So there's four things that someone needs to, unfortunately, and I say, unfortunately have uh, before we can help them. Number one, they owe more than $10,000 to the IRS. Number two, Uncle Sam has actually gone into their bank account and taken all of their money out of it. So they've been garnished. Is that right? They, yep. They've been garnished. Uh, garnish is normally thought of as a W-2. Right. A levy is a bank account. Levy, they take sorry. money out of the bank account. Right? And a lien, the IRS will put a lien on assets. That means that the IRS has gone to the courthouse and said publicly, you legally can't uh, sell anything before the IRS uh, gets their money. So that's a lien. So uh, you said number three. Things. Yep. Number three is, are you currently being audited? Okay. Does Uncle Sam say that you owe more money than what you think you owe? And the last but not least is, do you have more than two years of unfiled tax returns? And those are the fourth criteria that we have to say, should you call us? Now, Seth, just like any other company, you have to qualify to work with us. Uh, so, I mean, we do have people that call and we don't feel are ready uh, for our services yet. So, unfortunately, we can't work with them. But um, that's the exception and, and not the rule. So, you're not dealing with the regular entrepreneur, business owner who needs help with their books or needs help filing or needs help, needs an accountant to do their taxes. You're looking for folks who are in like significant IRS trouble. Right, right. So um, let's say, for example, COVID hit and somebody wasn't able to pay their payroll taxes because they had to pay their power bill instead. Um, that's a hard decision to make, but it's it happens every single day. And so what we do is we come in and say, well, Uncle Sam, we made a mistake. Maybe we owe some of this and we move forward with uh, how we fix that problem. Okay, so you are dealing with arguably the most difficult government institution, stereotypically. Now, I like to say that they're the world's uh, most dangerous creditor. They're the world's most powerful and dangerous creditor, right? Creditor or predator or both? <laughs> well, you said it, I didn't. <laughs> right, there you go. All right, so who, what is a, I know there's no normal, but what's an average case look like for you? You mentioned the four criteria. Um, obviously, it has to, the business owner had to have gone through some significant adversity, some hardships, yeah. some challenges yeah. in order to get to the point where they would need yeah. you, right? Yeah. I know you can't divulge client identity, but can you give a hypothetical, hey, here's ABC company, here's how they got into this mess and how we kind of helped them? Yeah, absolutely. So 
and, and when we're talking about business taxes, it's normally one of two things. Either you're a C-Corp and, and you owe uh, income taxes. Well, it's probably three things. Uh, number one, C-Corp owe income taxes. Number two, you filed late and now you have some penalties. Or number three, you weren't able to pay or file your payroll taxes on time. Um, no, People don't know that uh, penalties go up to 63% of the tax if they file and don't pay their payroll taxes on time. So let's focus a little bit more on payroll taxes. Is that okay? Sure, of course. So uh, one of our clients, um, they um, bought their company from their dad and they didn't know that the dad had some payroll taxes that weren't paid. And they said, well, I didn't know about this. I, I don't want to have to pay it because this is dad's debt. And, and dad had passed away. So, so what they did is their attorney told them, well, go ahead and create another company and put all of your clients in that company and put all your employees in that company. And, and uh, oh, by the way, don't pay your taxes for the old company. Wow. Well, Seth, what they did was they created a nominee company or, or let's think of it as an alter ego. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of them getting out of the debt, what they did was they got into the debt. See, if they would have come to me before they created that alter ego company, we would have gotten out of all of the debt. But, but now since, it looks like they're trying to get out to fraud. That's right. It, when it starts to look like fraud, when it starts to look like there's an intentional deception, there's bigger problems. So now, you know, fast forward three more years, uh, they come to us and they say, well, what do we need to do? And ultimately, we prove to the IRS, well, this is how much money they can pay. And um because payroll taxes are the way that they are, there's something called trust fund taxes. And think of it like this right here. You know how if you're a W-2 employee, they take withholding out of your wage? Yes. You trust your employer to pay that to the government. That's called trust taxes. Okay. So when the employer does not pay the trust taxes, the IRS will move the trust taxes from the EIN number over to the social security number of the owner if they are a responsible party, okay? So that's what they said that I was. They said I was a responsible party, but they didn't, they didn't go through the paperwork to do what they needed to do. So what we do now is we come back and say, okay, business can't pay its taxes, the IRS moves uh, the money over to the personal social security number, and then we deal with it there. Okay, so this may be a dumb question for which I apologize. You're talking about payroll taxes. When I submit my payroll to our payroll company every two weeks and they issue paychecks, isn't that taken care of? No. What do you mean? No, they don't like withhold. Like, I don't understand. Like, well, they, they withhold it. They take it out. But that doesn't mean that they turn around and pay it to the government. Okay, where where else would the money be going? They don't pay it at all. They take that money and pay their power bill instead of the okay, IRS. Wouldn't that be like illegal or fraud on the payroll that company? That is illegal. Oh, that's okay. Why it's, <laughs> that's why uh, they call me because they've done something illegal. They've done something wrong. 
They decided the payroll companies. So there are enough payroll companies that are not paying the payroll taxes that are not that are doing something so, illegal. That this is a common kind of problem that you've got a successful business. Well, don't forget that there's a lot of people that don't use payroll companies. Aha. Okay, so that makes more sense. So let's say either I'm not big enough or I just don't use a payroll company. I do it myself on QuickBooks or whatever. Yep. Yep. How does that then? How do I know what I owe for payroll taxes? How do I know how to file and pay that if I'm doing it myself? Yeah, a lot of people use, uh, you said QuickBooks earlier. A lot of people use QuickBooks or they use some sort of a, a, a system where it'll calculate everything for you, but you still have to go in and push the button to pay the payroll taxes to move it from your account to the government's account. You can't go down to your bank anymore and give them a voucher and, and give it to the bank. They, they took that away about five years ago. Six years ago, you have to pay it electronically. I encourage people, go with a payroll company, let the payroll company handle it for you. That way you don't have penalties, that way you don't have interest, that way they take the taxes out right then. Oh, and yeah, by the way, if the taxes don't come out of your bank account, you didn't pay them. Okay? <laughs> so look back at your bank account. A lot of payroll companies that they take out the net payroll account uh, amount, and then they take out the taxes separately. Look back at your forms, uh, the reports that you get when payroll is run to make sure that they take it out. Now, uh, if you use a leasing company, have you ever used a leasing company? Do you know what a leasing I know what is? they are. I, we personally don't use one. Everyone works for us, but I did like directly, but I do understand what they are. Okay. So leasing companies are a little bit different animal. You lease the employees from them. They they essentially take the taxes out. Here's the here's the uh, the thing. You as a company, even though you lease your employees, you you are still responsible to make sure that that leasing company pays the taxes. So that there are a lot of leasing companies that don't pay the taxes as well. And if you work with a leasing company, make sure that they are a qualified, an IRS qualified leasing company. That means the IRS has done the due diligence to make sure that they pay their payroll taxes. You and, oh, and if you have an unqualified, if you if, if you deal with an unqualified leasing company, if you deal with any leasing company, you need to ask them, are they qualified? Yes or no. And if they're not qualified, you need to jump ship. You need to go somewhere else. You need to use only qualified leasing companies. Something I, I did not never knew to ask. And I'm sure other business owners have the same issue. You are dealing with, as you said, uh, you know, world's most dangerous creditor slash predator, i.e. the <laughs> IRS every day. Yeah. Um, so they probably seem a lot less predatorial to you if you're dealing with, do you end up with relationships with actual people over there that you can say, hey, Jane, I got another client with an issue. Can you help me out? Or are you like us stuck calling the 800 number waiting on hold for hours and trying to get to a person? So we are stuck uh, waiting on the phone, waiting to talk to a person. A lot of the times when these large or these payroll cases come to us, there is a person already assigned, a revenue officer already assigned. So we can deal with that person instead of calling. But, you know, sometimes when, when a business owner just looks up and they say, well, I haven't paid my taxes, I want to get in front of it. I want to start paying my taxes. How do I do that? then we, we get to call Uncle Sam. Here's, here's the wonderful thing, you ready? The IRS has gutted, okay? The, the IRS has not really had a budget increase since 2000, okay? For the past 20 some odd years, 22 years. 
they've gone from 115,000 employees down to 72,000 employees. They've been cut in half. Okay. That's just terrible for us as taxpayers because fiscal year in 2020, guess what the percentage of telephone calls was that the IRS answered? The percentage that they actually answered, yeah. like 30%. 24%. Boy, you were really close on that. I've Because I had, I called multiple times for something and my accountant would say, this was about approval of like a change, like escort C-Core status. Yeah. yeah. That had been like, we had applied for like four years ago, like four years prior going, hey, my bank or somebody needs a copy of that letter. I need that letter. And the accountant was like, no, you got to call this number and you got to call them. And every time I called, it was your estimated whole time is like seven hours. And I'm like, (laughs) I got to work. Like I would be like, we sent letters. And then finally, like five years later, we finally got it. But yeah, I would imagine they can't answer the most people hang up. So it was an act of Congress. It was an act of Congress for you to get one letter from the IRS that and and oh by the way a 2553 the letter that you're talking about that letter is not on the transcript so if if you said okay uncle sam i'm just going to download my transcript or i'm going to get somebody like me ben to to download a transcript and look at it that form is not on there to say oh yeah it was accepted on this day so i mean that's really unfortunate for you because it's unfor- well it's unfortunate for all of us Guess what the call rate was fiscal year in 2021? If it was in 24% in 2020, obviously a a whole lot less, right? 20%. 11. Wow. 11. They're going the wrong way, people. (laughs) That's why Biden was out there saying he wants the budget to hire 80,000 new agents. 87,000 new agents. But here's the thing, Seth. It's over 10 years. That's what they don't tell you. It's over 10 years. They just put out a notice saying that they were going to hire 10,000 employees. Um, of the 10,000 employee openings that they just opened up, guess how many applications they had? How many? 212. Wait, out of 10? out of 10,000 open positions. So nobody wants to work there. <laughs> well, um, the problem is that their, their wage is lower than the, you know, industry average net right now. I mean, they're, they don't have the funds to pay people. It, I mean, you, your budget gets cut year after year after year. What do you think is going to happen? You, I mean, I am in fa- So I go both sides, right? I'm in favor of their budget being cut because then they have less resources to come after us. But on the customer service side, that sucks. And you're thinking, wait a second, the IRS is the government's only source of revenue. Wouldn't they get the most love from the budget because they're the one bringing in all the money? They don't think like business owners. What you just said, you are thinking like a true entrepreneur, a true business owner. Oh, I mean, my gosh. I mean, the, the, I listen to this is, this is crazy. I love statistics. I love numbers. I know you can't imagine that, but $3.5 trillion coming in and their budget is 10 billion. I mean, that's like 10 cents on the dollar. $3,500 $3,500 or $3.5 million. <laughs> That's really where it is. I mean, it's, it's so small. I mean, seriously, it's, it's amazing. Um, how little that they give the IRS to do what they need to do. Um, I, it's no wonder to me why we are where we are. I mean, I have clients that 
have filed their tax returns timely in 2019 and they're still not on the books. And the IRS is saying, well, where's your 2019 return? Well, we've, we filed it four times already. And it's just, unfortunately, I think it's going to get a little worse than what it, than it, before it gets better. Well, that is why we've got folks like you to fight for us and be on our side. Um, we greatly appreciate your time. We, we know it's incredibly valuable. This has been Seth Green with Ben Golden of goldentaxrelief.com. Ben, thanks so much again for joining us. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.